0: Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends, presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco, and today we are here with a very special guest, actress, singer-songwriter, influencer, <laughs> I mean, dancer. You do it all, Lely. A
1: little bit of all. Lely
0: yeah. Hernandez <laughs> is in here. Lely, how are you?
1: Thank you. I'm doing amazing, and with that introduction, even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm so no I'm good. so happy to have you. You know, I've seen... I've seen you kill it on on social media for years now. Yeah, and you put in the work. You're now like focusing on on music. On music, yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. So, we before we go into that, I want to hear a little more about about your story. The beginning, <laughs> like yeah, I, I know you you love the arts. Yeah. Right, like where did the love for for acting. Where did the love for music start? We could start with with whatever came first.
1: Well, basically I feel like a little bit of everything came at the same time. So when I was little, when I was 3 years old, my mom, this actually this is like the original original it's like like back when I was 3 years old um story and basically she she's diabetic and she passed out and she kind of like already had trained me for when this moment would come. Wow. Um and it just happened to be that day my dad wasn't home and when she was on the floor, she had like a she had like hold onto to a chair, whatever I called nine one one told them everything I could barely speak properly, but in spanish i didn't I didn't speak <laughs> english, but i I spoke Spanish, and I told them like, "Oh my mom, she's pregnant, I put alcohol on her nose and this and that, and like you know I became like the the hero child, you know, wow. and basically, I saved my mom's life, you know, my yeah. brother um really. So after that, you know, they did like a whole interview at the house and they were so surprised because I was only like three to four and I took the interview for myself and I was just (laughs) talking the whole time and then showing them the house and it was like the news was at my house, you know, doing the whole interview about the whole thing. And, you know, like I barely let my mom talk, like I was doing everything. I was like, yeah, so I did this and my brother, he's coming soon and like the whole thing. (laughs) So I think they were like shocked about how much charisma I had and they loved it. So They had asked my mom if I wanted to be part of like Sabal Gigante, which was a show that was for years. Oh, man, that's legendary. legendary, Exactly. A legendary show that um, they filmed in Miami and I lived in Miami. So when I turned like around five or six, you know, that I was a little older, my mom started to put me into like acting and dance classes that were part of Univision. Wow. So that's when they picked me to be part of like the little like cast of like the kids. Um, And we would like imitate paulina rubio or like yeah. different artists that were in the moment and do shows for the show um so that's basically how i started thing was that i was very shy so you were like, shy i was very shy like i loved it but i was shy so the people from the school wondered if i really wanted to do that or mm. if it was my mom pushing me or mm. whatever and then i wasn't doing good in school so my mom took me out of that but then somehow growing up, like I'd always end up doing something that I had to do in the arts, whether it was dancing, acting. I did theater in high school and middle school, cheerleading. So it's like I was always competing or performing or doing something. And family parties, I would put on a whole show, you know, the whole outfit, the wigs and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that's So you something... loved it
0: when you were a kid, since you were like a baby. almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Basically growing up, that was my thing. And then I had like an imaginary friend I would always talk to and... <laughs> Imitate my mom. Like I would imitate everyone. Like that was like my expertise. Like <laughs> you put like somebody in front of me and I would imitate them. Like I wow. was like, you know, growing up. So it was something that I think we all knew, like as a family, as like that that I was gonna do that because that's something that I I, I enjoyed. You know, so do
0: you have footage of the 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 noticiero coming to your house? So
1: we have a cassette. <laughs> like that's all I have. A cassette. Yeah, so audio You hear an audio, yeah, like from you know that's how, <laughs> that's how how far away you know how, how long time ago it was but we have a cassette with you hearing my voice and me talking and you could tell that i was so like you know like i had so much because even in the you know in the audio you hear me like talking about like so this happened and my mom and like i was so animated <laughs> yeah yeah so you know it was it was something that like you know but i don't have videos and which is so frustrating for me because i always try to look but we've moved so much and my, my parents had me really young so like they're young they, my mom had me at 17 so mind you like she's young with yeah. like a three four year old whatever like you know they barely i think i have cousins or uncles that had filmed me but we're still trying to like backtrack those videos but um but i did grow up and then when the cheetah girls were in me my cousins would put on that show yeah. so i did grow up very much in the arts you know and my mom had a tv show when i was like around like 11 years old because she was a tv host
0: oh she was yeah so you were it was already like in you to, to kind of to, to so my that. mom
1: really didn't have the ability to do it because she came from dr when she was like 16 and then had me super young um and my parents you know they they moved to miami from new jersey and my mom tried to like do her own thing but she had like a prepaid program like that you had like in comcast or whatever Yeah, yeah yeah so she had to get her own sponsors she had to produce wow. the show she had different segments she had like a 30 minute uh show and she had like had to fill it up with like turismo con wilma and you know and then had like the the restaurant scene or like the farandula and like she had all these type of things you know and and i grew up seeing her so i was very shy and my mom like growing up i would see her all the time and i always would think like i can never do that like i don't have like i can only stick to acting because it's a script and whatever but i don't have the charisma like because my mom would the cameras would turn on and she'd be on a hundred, like all this energy. Funny thing is that through time I became like that and I didn't even realize like it just was something in me. And it was weird because my mom always said, I was like, it's so weird. Like off the camera, you're super shy, very quiet. You're like, you don't speak. I'm a very observant, but the moment the cameras came on is like, that's it. I was transformed. I was like, in a like in character, like just ready, like for whatever. So
0: do you feel like that's still the case today? Like you're, are you, are you, so you're, you were introverted then you would say? Yeah,
1: I think so. Do you so. feel like
0: you're introverted now?
1: Um, I think it's a mix of both. Okay. And I think after the pandemic, I would say I became like a little, a little bit of both, yeah. you know, like I, I, it, I guess it just depends the energy in the room or the people I'm around, or if I know what I'm doing, like, or not, I guess like insecurity is what makes me feel shy or like, you know, when I feel insecure, I don't know what's going on or I don't know certain people or whatever, then I can be very like introvert and quiet, you know, but then when I feel like I know what I'm doing or, you know, I'm secure of like what what's going on that I'm like, okay, this is, yeah. you know, but I think it's just, it just depends. I don't know. I think it just depends on, on the situation or like the people. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just I don't know. I I still don't know. I haven't figured out what what is it that's going (laughs) to be. It's loading. It's loading. But but for the most part, when it comes to work, I'm always kind of like outgoing. But I think it's because I I know what I want. And, you know, and like and it's been so much experiences of like this is where I'm going to go into coming to L.A. So right after high school, I decided I was like, okay, I need to pursue what I want to do. I want to act. I want to move to L.A. Obviously, growing up, you know that L.A. is like the place to come. So I sold my car and I was like, we're leaving, you know, and my my mom in that time was like, okay, I'll come with you, settle you in. You know, I was 17 going on 18. Like, she just felt like it wasn't safe for me to be coming out here alone, but she came and after a couple months, you know, that I was a little settled in, I got a job as an intern um, on a production company and that kind of opened the doors for me in the industry and kind of like learn a little bit about it. I went to school for entertainment business out here at Los Angeles Film School. Nice. So I kind of just was like, I don't know exactly what direction I'm moving in. I know this is what I want to do. But once I got here, I realized like it was so cliche to say I want to be an actress because everyone is out here like trying to be an actress or a singer or something. And I was like, oh, I want to I want to sound smarter. I want to sound like I know what I'm doing. So I went more the business aspect um, and more production because I also felt like I want to know everything, you know, and I and it was funny because six months in this story I don't think I've ever ever told anyone but I lived in Century City and I lived maybe two blocks away from Avenue of the Stars and all I know is it was a Sunday it was a Saturday morning and I see like helicopters and like whatever and the streets are closed and there's like these yellow signs everyone in LA knows that when there's those yellow signs they're filming something but see I was new here so I didn't know that (laughs) so then I see this thing that says crew parking or whatever. And I told my mom, I was like, I think they're filming there. Like how cool, and whatever. So we, one day we walked obviously in the car, we couldn't pass by and we're walking. And I see like, they were like burning a Maserati or something. And I was like, I was like, this has to be a big production, whatever. I was <laughs> like, how cool. Okay, cool. The next morning I wake up at 6am and I'm getting ready. And my mom's like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to go to the set. And she goes, What do you mean? Like, I was like, it's two blocks away. If they turn me down, I'll come back. Like, I'm right there. Whatever. I was like, if anything, you know what? You drop me off. Drop me off. And like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. So mind you, I was 18 and I was, I have, I had never been on a set and I don't know how this thing works, you know? So I'm just here. Like, I mean, I can be an extra. Like, how hard could that be? Like, I just go, whatever. I didn't know that there was like a whole agency of extras and that you have to be like, get picked and all this stuff. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I don't know, I didn't know anyone here either. So it's not like I can ask, you know, so whatever. So I go in there, I'm wearing heels and I'm wearing like jeans, whatever. And I go in there and I go to like one of the production people and they're like, oh, what are you, what are you like, what are you here for? Like you're late. Mind you, it was eight o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, I'm part of the extras. And she's like, call time was at 6 a.m. And I was like, oh, it's just that I came from Miami. And like, it's, it was really like, I was, I got lost and whatever. So they take me into like this little, I guess, where like for wardrobe or whatever. And the lady's by herself. And I could tell that she speaks Spanish. So I was like, oh, this is my moment. Like, this, this is where I have to like <laughs> aprovechar that I know Spanish and talk to her. So I talked to her in Spanish. And then, you know, she's like, oh, how oh, cool. Like, no, not there's not that many people that speak Spanish or whatever. And she was super nice. So she directs me to wardrobe because she's like, oh, you don't like he would to go to wardrobe. So the thing was that the the movie that they were, I still don't even know what movie it was. Cause you know how sometimes they name like a different title yeah. and then it comes out as right. something different. Yep. So I guess it was something like the end of the world because everyone was like either like, like I guess it was like a blow up scene or something. Yeah. And everyone was like, like had blood everywhere or like their clothes was like dirty or like some people were like in suits, like and it came out from work, whatever. So she sends me to wardrobe and they're like painting me and like making all this stuff. And I'm living the dream. I'm like, this is so dope like no one's gonna believe that i literally suck into a set basically yeah 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 and like i'm an extra well funny thing was see now i'm in here now i'm like oh i want people to notice that i'm here so i'm gonna do the most so there was like a little wall when the scene started there was like the cameras were here whatever there was an ambulance so i i already could tell that that was like a main scene i see the cameras are literally so i'm like well if the camera's here i'm gonna stand here because i want to be seen so there was like this thing and I I guess obviously there's extras but then there's stunt doubles and there's whatever. Yeah. So I'm seeing people jumping from like one staircase to another and doing all this crazy stuff. I used to be a cheerleader and I love like like doing like stunts and whatever cuz that's what I used to do in high school. So I'm like, "Oh, this is my moment to shine." I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm here not thinking like this is a job. Like this is what people get hired to do, you know? Like uh, I can't just do it on on, you know, on on go like, you know?" But I did it. So whatever camera start i i get i they place me here whatever yeah. i jump like this was the first time that i i so i was like behind <laughs> the wall right the moment they yelled action i jumped from the side of like like a hill like i ran from it i got on top of the wall and i jumped from the wall and honestly it wasn't even on purpose but when i landed i kind of like like kind of fell but i rolled over it looked so dope that every time they kept like saying like like back to reset they would tell me like okay so do that again blah 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 and i'm like I'm like, are you serious? My spontaneous role just made the cut. And then when we're at lunch, the, one of the directors comes and's like, Oh, did you, what part of, are you SAG? Are you this? I had no idea what SAG was. So I'm like, Am I SAG? And I'm like, No, because I, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure what that is. Like, whatever. And he goes, Oh, what agency are you with? And I, and luckily I had already talked to some of the people like there, because at this point I wanted to know how did they get there, you know? Right. So I was like, So what do you, so that's when they told me what agency they were with and whatever. So I was like, I'm with whatever, you know, like I said, I forgot what I yeah. had said in the moment. They gave me everything. I ended up getting paid. I ended up, cause then they had overtime. So I got paid, got paid overtime, got to be in the scene. I have no idea where it came out. I don't even know if it came out, but like, whatever. So bottom line is that story, <laughs> that experience was got me into like being an extra and doing the whole thing. So, and for me, that probably has been like the best day of my life because I was like, I really just went in there into a set, did my thing. I was so happy to just be there. You know, I met so many people. And really after that, it was just like that was like what made me kind of like do a lot of things. It was like the hustle, like while I was here and even I haven't been in L.A. in a while. So now coming back, it just brings me back those memories. And like it was always like I would not say no to anything. I would overbook myself. And L.A. is is big and, you know, traffic is crazy. Yet I would do three to four things a day. And it was like we're doing this. And I'm like, I'm there. Like we did this. Sometimes I'd have to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be super late. Or I yeah. have to cancel whatever. Cause obviously, you know, things would take longer or whatever it is. But really, you know, I, I lasted seven years here. And in those seven years, you know, it was like every moment, every opportunity, like I would take it. Like I was like, I'm there. And it didn't matter if I was getting paid or not. Cause for me, yeah. it was like, I'm on the grind. Like, I don't care. I'm going to do something, you know? And
0: that story is crazy. I love, I, that, think, I, love, I love that. I love that so even think much. Those
1: people even know that that was like, because I never told anyone. I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. But <laughs> but I feel like comfortable saying it now because it was a really long time ago. But
0: wow, that's that is yeah. like the ultimate spirit of a of a go getter.
1: Yeah, you and you know like- what? Saying it now, I miss that that. Per- I think sometimes people make it more when they're hungry, and that's why it's so important to stay hungry. You know, because when you stay like. When you when you feel like you reach a certain point that you get comfortable, you're yeah. like, okay, cool, I'm good now, and it's like that's what kind of gets people to keep on going because you're you're so like you know, and you don't really care you you don't care if they reject you or the outcome, like you're just there for whatever. And honestly, in in every oppor- every place I've been to, or every opportunity, I feel like that's why you have to just go because you have no idea who you're gonna meet, who what what opportunity is gonna come from that, like you just you just never know. And and really, that's kind of like how even social media came about, you know? Like when I got into influencing, it was all because one of my friends from Miami didn't have a place to stay. And I was working at the production company as an assistant. And you know, I would I would always see the social media thing, but it wasn't like how it is now that people like really make money off of it and people can make a career out of mm-hmm. it. But in the time that I knew about it or when it was like a thing a starting, Cause, yeah,
0: because you st- you started as it was like exploding, like yeah,
1: as it was starting, yeah.
0: You, you were even with like Vine. I remember seeing yeah. you like in Vine and, yeah, yeah. and doing like skits and, and, and these exactly. like yeah. comedic show like. Uh, series yeah series that that you would do on on there and on instagram and then instagram started doing like a video yeah. right and then you jumped on that too yeah. and so go ahead go ahead yeah i remember seeing you and all that so
1: we were i was really on top of all of that but really it was because after you know i kind of grew a little bit in, in the in the production like i kind of i felt like i already knew everything i could learn already unless either it was going to, it could be two things in that moment. It was either, do I stay here and grow in the company or mm. do I go do my own thing? And, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, I got into like this job, first of all, cause I needed a job, number one. And I just felt like if I'm in LA, I I had the mindset of, I don't want a regular job of like as a waitress or at a store yeah. or anything like that, because I just felt like if that was the job that I was going to do, then I might as well have stayed in Miami. Mm. So for me, it was like, I want a job, want a job that I can learn And that's going to be different you know and and I thought the production company definitely was something like that and I was very blessed to have an an opportunity like that so you know but after a while I just felt like okay I'm ready to do my thing now you know and especially when long hours you know were taking so much of me I was like okay now I want to be able to like audition and do my own thing and you know when social media came about I remember that I had kept meeting people but I felt like I need to do my own thing so I can get noticed because the goal wasn't really to be social media famous for me, the goal was to be noticed by directors and yeah. stuff like that. And especially yeah. especially because when I would go to auditions here um, for agencies, they would be like, oh, we already have someone like you or whatever. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, that's the case. But
0: she ain't me, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So I was like, okay, whatever. Or even if I would go to like a, a Latin or Hispanic type of agency, they would just like, oh, you have too much of a strong accent, like a Dominican accent. And they wanted me to sound more Mexican. And I was like, well, I want to be authentic. Like, there's right. enough Mexicans there's, there's, and there's already a crowd. Why would I want to take, like, why would I want to take on an accent that is not my own? Yeah, You, you know, wanna... like leave it to people that are Mexican, leave it to Argentinians, leave it to Venezuelans that are Venezuelans or Puerto Ricans that are Puerto Ricans. Like, yeah. I know that when they're looking for a Dominican, then I can fit the category because yep. I have that, you know? So I wanted to be authentic to myself. So I, I, I would get very annoyed sometimes when they wanted me to like force my accent to be something different. You yeah. know, like if it, if it, it was for a specific role, I get it. But in L.A., they didn't see any other country or accent. They didn't understand it. So I was like, I was like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. So that's when, like, I started searching, like, directors and people that I want to uh, catch their attention. And Jesse uh, Terrero was yeah, one yeah. of them because he's Dominican and I'm Dominican-American. And I was like, oh, this is, like, the kind of guy that I got to work with. and you know, and mind you, I didn't know what projects he had going on, but I just thought, you know what, he's Dominican, he's in L.A., he's doing things, you know what, this, this is someone I have to meet. So I kind of started doing my research of, like, people I wanted to meet, yep. places I wanted to be, and projects I wanted to be part of. So, in reality, it wasn't as easy as I'm making it sound right now.
0: But, <laughs> but You're um, making it seem like you just Googled and you just figured it yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. It was a lot
1: of, you know, honestly, Instagram was really, like, my... My guide because yeah. I would go on Instagram and I would just I would go from one person and end up in, in someone's aunt's like Instagram. Like I just kind of like, yeah. you know, I really yeah. use Instagram to my advantage. I feel like people do that now. Yeah. But in that moment, it wasn't as common, you know, so yeah. I just felt like I was just really hustling that part. You know, I just yeah. really like that was like my Google in that moment.
0: Um, I'm going to I'm going to pause you real quick because I, I remember seeing those uh those those. That content that you were to create, mm-hmm. and and lelly I'm not just telling you this because you're in front of me right now. Um, I remember thinking, man, like lelly her acting is so good, and oh, and even though too. you even though you know you're doing these like you know comedic pieces content for like social where it, you don't have to like really commit, yeah. you know, like. It, you were you were com- committed. Like there's a there was a lot of energy. There was a lot, and I was like, man, this girl can act. Like she's good. Oh,
1: thank you. So
0: yeah, I no. miss it.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I do miss doing those videos, but you know, I guess I, and the thing is that in that moment, like I said, like in that moment, I was like, I need to prove that I can do this. Like yeah, I had studied this my whole life. This is all I wanted, or still want, you know. And yeah. and and I came out here, and it just was like no one's giving me the opportunity. And then to be honest with you, like. One thing about being an extra at the beginning, it's so cool. You're on these sets and like everything is so amazing. And I mean, I remember when I walked in Paramount for the first time, I was like, wow, like this is where they did like this movie. And then they did that. And then I would be in Universal or in Warner whatever. And I remember like people don't realize how big of a deal it is. You know, when you're in there, it feels big. you know anything like the sets like it just all of a sudden it went from a a a wood wall and all of a sudden there's like a whole house you know or like whatever so it was really cool and and living that was really dope but it also felt Mm. because when we were there it was like the extras get bathroom and food whatever you know and there was days on set that we were cold or hot depending you know what the weather was like or especially the cold days were the worst because i i like i get cold out of anything And those 22 hours that were there and waiting all to be in a scene that you're not even going to get noticed, you know, it's a lot. And at the end of the day, like at first, like I said, at first it's very cool because you're new and you're out here and you're learning and the grind, whatever, and you're meeting people. But after a while, you're like, oh, when is it going to be my turn? Like, when when am I going to get like a a trailer? When am I going to see my name? You know, and it was a lot of frustration. So really, like, that's what made me want to be like on social media and really do and put on my own show, put on my own skits, you know, and. Grow your brand and and yeah, grow my brand and, you know, create my own characters. Really, though, I guess because I wasn't trying to create like a a personality on Instagram or like on social media, I just saw it as an opportunity to get into acting the way I wanted. I didn't really go further in that, really, because I felt like once I was doing it, I collabed with all these amazing people who are now my friends and we did amazing things. But social media also, like, I feel like it reaches is moment, too, because now it's, it's shifted. Mm-hmm. You know, like, now it's more TikTok, it's more dances, it's more, it's quicker. It's not as much as, like, how before we would yeah. literally put a production. People have no idea how much it actually took to do those skits. Like, we would have the lights, we would have the camera, we would literally have a day that we would plan these skits, write it out, yeah. have an actual, like, mini script, you know, and really follow that. And People just thought, oh, it's just a one-minute skit, or it's a 30-second, you know, but no one realized that we all we all really put a lot of effort yeah. and and time into it. And it did open doors for all of us. Like a lot of my friends are now doing, you know, movies or shows or have their own podcasts or or doing music or, you know, so everyone yeah. kind of ventured in their own way. So it's been it was definitely like a a, a way to open doors for all of us, I, I would think, especially for me, like it really helped.
0: So I, so you, you you were within a a group of of influencers that you know are are some of the biggest influencers you know yeah. in in the industry in in that realm and that in that circle of, of entertainment um how <laughs> i was i've always i'm always curious like how how does one enter a circle like that i'm sure you you know you and and, and your friends and, and that circle um that you were to create with it's a tight-knit yeah. circle like i'm sure there's a bunch of other creators that are like oh we want to collab with them but like how how did how did that work for you
1: for me is that this is the thing like when i was working in production yeah. i had actually met this is actually a funny story i also have never said this to anyone <laughs> but i feel comfortable saying it so when i first please moved, more of those more so of those when i first moved here i didn't know what tinder was right so i go on tinder and i literally had put girls and guys because i wanted to make friends i had no <laughs> yeah, way to yeah, make yeah. friends and i met this guy on tinder who obviously when i met he probably liked me and it was on some other but then we became friends and he actually was friends with like the group of like jerry perp Drink, and and max and which were in that moment like instagrammers yep. or, or viners you know but i didn't really know much about them and i became friends with them so one of them introduced me to the guy that I'm saying that was my friend Dominican that moved from Miami, had no workplace to stay. And I let him stay on my couch for a couple of weeks, whatever. And since he was Dominican, I'm Dominican. We told everybody we were cousins and people bought it, whatever, yeah. which is Tonyo Skits. Okay. Tonyo Skits was the one that was telling me, because I was, when I was working at a production company, he's like, I feel like you, like, because I, I told him, I was like, I want to be an actress or whatever. And he was like, I feel like if you do these skits, like you could, you could really like succeed. Like, I think you'd be really good at it. And I was like, yeah, but I just feel like all these girls you guys use in these videos, it's like, oh, because a big butt or like whatever, yeah. or very sexy. And I, I don't want to be looked like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that that would work for me. I want to act. And he's like, well, why don't we create like some type of scenario where like you can really showcase your acting? So he was the one that really kind of got me into it. In that moment, he had like maybe 120,000 followers or whatever. But the guys that I had met, my friends, the other other Jerry Perb drank and Max, was, yeah. they had like a million or like 800,000 at the moment. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so you'll do videos with them and you won't do, because they wanted to do videos with me. And I was like, the (laughs) thing is that you guys do these videos where they make the girls look so sexy, whatever. And I'm just not going to do it. And then he's like, well, what do you want to do? And they were so open to like allowing me to be creative. So we did videos and I'm not going to lie. Like it wasn't like two, it took two videos or three videos for me to go viral. Like I went from 2000 followers to 10K in like a week. Wow. And then after that, it was like all of a sudden, um, Lele Pons cause yep. and was like I need Latin girls for my video we come to her house and it was like 20 girls you know and it, and, and 20 like we were all Latin right but in that moment I had already like done videos with like King Batch because of tonio as well because yeah. Tony uh, Batch had an idea I need a Latin girl and in LA in that moment especially there wasn't that many Latin girls mm. um and then I was Latin but I was like very like like I had the attitude and the whatever <laughs> yeah. so it's like It really caught their attention, so they're like, oh, we need that girl. So it was like, I kind of, without realizing, because I didn't plan that, but without realizing, I almost made, like, a character of, like, that very spicy, like, very, like, attitude-driven, you know, um, Latin girl. And I guess, like, it works for any, like, now it was like, they were creating ideas that I could be part of. It wasn't Mm. even like, I have an idea, I just need a girl. No, it was like, I need to do this idea with Lele. Like, it was, like, one of those things. So when I met Lele, it was funny because the first day we meet, she's like, well so you're the other Lely. because she's lelly and i'm Lely. oh yeah and i'm like what do you mean i'm the other so she's like i keep hearing about you like everyone's talking about you whatever and honestly i think for me it was just like i was everywhere i was hanging out with everyone and like i said it was the no it was the yes factor it was like yes to everything like every time someone needed me for a video i'll be there and oh. i would like literally like always be available but really that's what it was when it came to that because i was everywhere in one day i would shoot with lele then shoot with tonio then batch then yeah. sto- they storm, then this one whatever so every and, day i was and, just and now you're just
0: popping up on different feeds exactly
1: so now even with the following i feel like my following grew so drastic too was because it's like i kept you kept seeing me everywhere yeah. and it's like artists it's like when you start hearing about them once you know they could probably hear about once cool but once once they start hearing about you everywhere then you're like oh really wait who is this art you know yeah. I mean, you're interested yeah. because it's like you're you're hearing about them everywhere or seeing them everywhere so for me it it was really that you know it was like just being everywhere all the time and really like i consider myself really outgoing (laughs) so so it was really like i created a friendship it was never like oh i want to collab with this person i honestly feel like it was like i would go there not thinking like oh like what can i get out of this or like how many followers can i gain today or like how much, like, is this video going to go viral or not? Like, I was honestly having fun. I was 19, 20, like, in L.A., you know, like, meeting cool people. They were all We were all the same age. We're all the same age, basically. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I was probably one of the youngest. Me and Lele are one of the youngest. But we were all, like, you know, around the same age. And it was just fun, you know? Yeah. It is fun. Like, it's just, like, we're hanging out with friends and coming up with ideas. Like, even me and Lele now and will hang out. Because now I moved back to Miami as well. Oh, nice. And we hang out, and like literally, I would just be like, let's just go to the pool. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, I have this idea. Let's do this. You know, yeah. so it's like, it, it I don't know. It just never felt like work or it felt like we have to create content. Cause I yeah. think when you do that, it feels forced and mm-hmm. people don't really like relate. And I feel like what made us like popular, I guess, was because we were relatable. Yeah. We were coming up with skits that really happened. Like I was with my family, and all of a sudden it's like Oh my God, this would be such a good video. Like I need to write this down or whatever. So it was really about that. You know, uh, it was just being authentic, being having fun while we were doing what we liked, you know, and then entertaining people. Yeah. So once it became like work, that's when it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. And that's when like a lot of people just kinda went their own way because it's just like it's not fun anymore. You know, yeah. it was like whatever. So
0: And it has shifted a lot.
1: It has. It, it has.
0: has. It has shifted a lot. Um yeah, like you know, you I don't even you don't even think about those transitions. You just think about like social media being social, you know, you're just watching videos, but yeah, I went from like doing like f- almost like a full production skits, like series.
1: Yeah. So now it's actually,
0: completely different.
1: It actually is funny because at first it was just the phone. You know, I remember I came into the, the time where like everyone was shooting everything on their phones yeah. and maybe they'll have a light or just good lighting, whatever. But then we became a little more like, okay, now we want to, more production everyone was making money too so like that helped you know getting the right equipment yeah and obviously that really inspired more brands as well because obviously as things progressed and and everyone was kind of doing their thing and there's so much numbers I feel like that's when brands started catching on and then now it's like you know sponsor this or Verizon or this or whatever you know yeah so so I think you know when once brands started coming like wanting to offer like oh we'll offer you 30,000 for this video we're like oh, wait, okay, so now maybe I should, like, really, like, work on this, like, production, making it seem more professional, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, but, but over, but it's funny, because now I went back to the original, like, now everyone's doing it on their phones. Yeah. You know,
2: so. It's
0: it's funny, because, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but I've definitely talked to it within her team and, and, uh, you know, peers that are in the industry, but, like, when people shoot on, you know, 6K cameras.
1: They don't do as well.
0: They don't do as well.
1: They don't. We like, we studied it too. Like why, why do you it.
0: think that is? Like,
1: I think it's because there's. I think it's the the beauty in in authenticity. Again, it's like if you make it seem like an everyday thing, then it's like people relate to you more.
0: More related. It's yeah. More, more relatability. Relatable.
1: Yeah. You know, it's more relatable. So I think that's what it is. And people nowadays, like, I mean, think about it. People barely watch TV. Like. Yeah. I guess during the pandemic, yes, people, you know, watched, you know, their series and this and that. But overall, like, we're on our phones twenty four seven. Like yeah, so I don't know, I just feel like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it yeah, is, but I think, but it's, I think just...
0: it's I think it is relatability. I think it is the fact that people can just connect and, and, and it feels like oh I can I can shoot something like that too. You know, but the yeah. the minute you shoot something super high res, it's it's almost to commercial
1: it seems it seems played out like it seems like like it's 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 rehearsed i think that's what it is because like and you know what even for us too like when there was a production like an actual camera and lights and whatever even we wouldn't even come out come out as authentic either because we're like okay we have to like how do i look how does this look how does yeah. you know Or let's do it again or whatever but when it was on our phone it was like spontaneous it was like yeah. okay this is what we're doing Or right let's do it you know and yeah. it was just like whatever and so,
0: it's it's gone back to that it's gone back and it to has, it
1: has gone back to that exactly
0: which is nice yeah uh what do you what do you like about what do you like about, I'm gonna ask you what you don't like and I'm gonna ask you what you do like about social media what what do you say is is your favorite thing about about social
1: well for me obviously I think it was just how many opportunities I've been able to you know get out of it thanks to it yeah and um and really like I guess while I'm working on other things or other projects I'm so able to make money and, and do my own, you know, and showcase my talent and what I want to say or what I want to do. It's, it's a, it's a way to express myself, you know, in a way that I probably wouldn't be able to do, you know, yeah. my goal in general has always been able to inspire and talk and connect with people. And I think that's exactly what social media has been for me. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't think I ever created, like, especially my following. I don't even think, I mean, yes, it could be a little bit of the the skits and the dancing or whatever it was. I, Cause I did a little bit of everything. But really what I feel that made me connect with my audience was when I would talk about real stuff, like, mm. you know, things that I was going through or, you know, I remember when I was working at a production company. You know, I remember I I remember talking about it in the moment and now I can apply it for myself and that basically I remember saying, like, it doesn't matter where you are in life, like what you're doing, like just know that this is just a process to get where you want to, you know, you, where you want to be. And, and, and even right now, like I apply that to what I'm doing now, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just part of the process. And I think like when I would talk about stuff like that and I would be vulnerable and sometimes cry and express like my frustrations, whatever. I feel like that's when I, I connected more to people. So like mm. for me, I think that's the the pro, you know, the con, like what I don't like, I just feel like people are so unapologetic and people just say what, like, they will be very negative sometimes and they will just quickly cancel you for things that they probably would do themselves too, you know? And I feel like people don't realize like people make mistakes and, you know, and I just feel like on the internet, I don't know, like, I guess that screen, like the vision makes people not realize you're human too. Yeah. You know, and that part I don't like because, you know, any little thing that you can do, just cancel the cancel culture. Like, especially now, like everything, people are very sensitive about anything. And you can't say something because people will switch it up. And at the end of the day, it's like something that I had heard from Gary, uh, Gary V, right? Yeah, yeah. Gary
0: V. Um, he's like,
1: Yeah, he's like, people are judging you by only 30 seconds of, th- of something that you chose to, to show them. Like, yeah. people don't really know you. Yeah. So how can, and, and you know, I've had, I've had, I've struggled to like sometimes apply that to myself because I'm like, I can't take anything that someone is saying negative about me personal because they don't know me they only know whatever I chose to show them or whatever they happen to see that day and I'm not going to be my best self every single day you know so it's like it's a little tricky so that that part and I think that's just part of being out there you know when you put yourself out there that's something that just comes with it and I'm learning now because I've always wanted I've never been like the person that like someone didn't like like I always had friends I was never popular and I, and I know my friends from high school be like, you, you weren't popular. I was just a person that it wasn't that I was popular. I was just friends with everyone. Yeah. I didn't have like a little, like the popular group, you know, or like, no, I was just cool with everyone. It didn't matter. It could be the nerdiest person to the most popular person. Like I was just cool with everyone. I was always goofy. I was always nice. I was like, you know, so for me, when someone doesn't like me, I'm like, why? Like, when, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. that kind of yeah. like, that kind of, it makes me feel like, what did I do? You know, but you know, with time and as I grow older and as I grow in in what I do and whatever. I realized that some people just don't like you for just the simple fact of who, of what you are, who you are or how you are, you know? So I'm like, I've, I've had to learn to understand that, but that's, I think the one thing that I don't like about, you know, social media or just in general being like out to the public, you know, to be able to people like have an opinion about you and everything you do. Like, that's the only thing that I probably don't like.
0: I, I, uh, I remember, and I'm, I'm going to misquote this possibly horribly, but, I remember someone saying that there are, you know, oranges, different types of fruits, like oranges, bananas, apples. And some people just don't like apples. Right. Like it's not. Oh, that was. A, I don't know. It's just
2: that's a maybe good that was a bad thing.
0: apple or they just don't like just apples. Don't like it. And and it's like nothing against apples. Apples are awesome. Right. It's like,
1: kind of like I don't like whole apples i like (laughs) like diced apples like i don't know why i don't like i just feel like i'm gonna break a tooth if i just like eat an apple you know like i want to slice it i get it i get it yeah
0: and and uh you know i can i can relate to the whole likability thing like yeah i i'm very hard on myself when someone feels a a certain way about me and i'm like but why like i didn't i I didn't do anything to them you know And, and you feel it feels heavy. Yeah. It feels heavy. How how have you, you know, dealt or worked through that?
1: Um, well look, you know, before I don't think I ever cared before, you know, and I think as I got older, you know how they say like kids are so carefree mm-hmm. and they do whatever they want and they and that's why when they're little, like you see them, they outspoken and they talk and they're not, you know, and they're not shy. And as they grow older, they become shy, they become mm. insecure, they close in. But it's really because they've probably experienced Judgment or bullying or some type of thing. Now, now that's what makes them afraid to be themselves, right? Yeah. So I feel like for me, as I got older, I've gotten afraid to be like to be myself because mm. of that, you know, to be to being judged or saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing. But really, what I've gotten to to come to like notice now is like there is no right or wrong, you know. And at the end of the day, people are gonna talk no matter what, yeah. whether you do right or you do wrong. Like it doesn't matter. And at the end, like you said, like you said, like. We're not going to be likable to everyone like right there's things that i don't like there's people that i don't like so why can <laughs> i not like like why cannot someone not like me you know and yeah. that's okay like i've had to come to terms with who i am what i believe in and honestly at the end of the day how i feel is if i have the right intentions with anyone i did right by people or by or by, and i stand by what by who i am and what i do then why should i care what anyone you know says about me or thinks about me like that's on them that has yeah. nothing to do, you know, with me. And at the end of the day, like everyone, like like my mom says, cada cabeza un mundo." Like every person has a whole different mindset, a way they grow up, a way they are. And like I said, I can't force, I can't force a situation or force people to like like me. Like so, to me, it's just kind of like knowing myself more, being grounded, you know, being around people that do support, yeah. do like me. Um, and that's really what kind of just kind of keeps me like on that positive state, even though we're all hard on ourselves. Like anyone that says that yeah. they're not are lying. You know, we, we have our days and I'm not like I'm not like the most positive person every day, you know, whatever. But I try to be because at the yeah. end of the day, like in this kind of career, especially we get rejected daily, you yep. know, and we have to be very secure of who we are and me doing my own projects and having to cast people or or wanting people to be part of my project i've had to be the hard one and say not that's not that person's not going to be good for my project but it has nothing to do with that person right it has nothing to do with their talent or that they're not good enough or that they're it trash could no. it could be a look it could be a look it could be a hair color it could be a, yeah. a the way they say certain things or the or their accent or whatever it is yeah. so why would i as an actress or a singer now you know or whatever gonna get offended when someone doesn't as an like astronaut what I,
0: do? I mean what aren't you doing yeah. nowadays? <laughs> yeah literally. <laughs> yeah, there's so many hyphens literally, to you
1: yeah i, I can't stay yeah. still i like i like doing you know what it is my no and now <laughs> you're gonna think i'm crazy because now i want to get into gaming too like on my free yeah. time so like i want to do i i love i love experimenting things i'm very like i grew up i'm like a girly tomboy because i like things yeah. that like you know i like i like i don't you know. like
0: girly things and, you and like then i like tomboy tom- yeah
1: like i like things that guys do like i don't yeah. i don't know like i i'm very diverse but i can't be still that's one thing like i have to always be doing something
0: what kind sure. of what kind of games are you thinking playing
1: i don't know yet but i'm really good at Mortal combat but then again i don't <laughs> know i don't know how i'm good let me just say like i'm not i'm not i do not know how i'm good but i always win and i think it's just because i start pressing everything and i'm like okay <laughs> and i get really into it and i don't like losing so i think that's what it is um and then dance videos of course like i mean dance games so nice we'll see
0: um you have your own twitch channel or not yet. I don't
1: yet, I don't, I don't But I know a lot of people have been telling, telling me And then I have friends that are gamers, girls as well yeah. So I'm like, this can be really cool Like, this might be interesting, so I don't know
0: Why not? Yeah, Why not? and, no, and Twitch you
1: can go live, you know, I can promote my music too Like, I think everything yes. is, goes hand in hand um, You know, and, and I think right now in the I think it'd be dumb if I wouldn't join everything that's going on right now. Because, you know, at first when people would criticize like, oh, now she wants to act or now she wants to this. And it's like, this is what I've been doing my whole life. The thing is that you guys don't know that because you met me as this. And I don't like being categorized or put in a box. Like, I think we come here. We all have multiple talents. Like, I like racing cars, you know, like I love cars. And that's because my dad has been in the car business since I was little. So like, he would do donuts when we were like four years old and like, we were all excited with adrenaline, yeah. you know, so if tomorrow as a hobby, I want to go and drag race or whatever, you know, then cool. Then like, I'll do that too, you know? So like, I don't think that we should be limited, you know, to doing anything we want to do. Like I have a whole lifetime, hopefully,
0: you know, yeah, a whole no, lifetime I, to do everything that. We, we You know, have. there are, there are, you know, many creatives like yourself that, uh, like myself included too, that, you know, I love doing a bunch of different creative. I feel like it, creativity is, is, is transcends through different platforms yeah right yeah like if you're creative like you could you could act you can sing I mean granted I don't act or sing (laughs) but uh you know there are other other funnels that that I feel like just you know coincide and connect a lot of parallels
1: yeah Uh, they all kind of go hand in hand and they all help each other out in some way you know that's why and and you know what for me it was it was it's that it's like I want to do it all, but I think all kind of helps each other.
0: Man, I, I I couldn't agree more with you. Like the fact that it all helps each other out. Like, it all connects. It all connects. It's it's it. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been uh, people in in my life throughout my career that were like, you should stick to this. Mm-hmm. You should stick to only that. Yeah. You know, when I went from radio to TV, you know, my bosses would be like you should just stick to radio Mm. you should just stick to one thing you know mondo i don't know why and i and i i mean now thinking about it it's like why would i would never tell that to someone
1: no i think i think what what the right thing to say i i could probably say and i would apply it to myself is you could do it all but do one thing at a time Mm. or something just because like if right now i would have came out here and i would have wanted to be a host, an actress, a singer, a dancer, all at once, I would have not ex- executed any of them because yeah. I wouldn't be giving my all to anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, in order to succeed in something, you have to put your all in something, you know? Right. Which is why, like, right now, I just focus on music because I felt like when it was acting, I was just focused on acting yep. and social media. And, and when it was social media, that takes a lot of your time as well, you know? So I think it's not about not doing everything. I just moderately doing it, you know, so you give it yourself enough time to grow and learn and really dedicate to that thing. Cause right now, if you wouldn't give, be giving your all to the podcast right. and to your show, then it probably wouldn't succeed. Right. You know? So it's like, I think it's about everything. It's like knowing the timing of things, you know? And, and that's exactly how I've been able to like little by little do everything. But, and even so sometimes I'm like, okay, maybe I should be dedicating more time to this or, you know, or whatever. But I,
0: I think, I think there's, you know, in, in that sense, we have to focus on on certain things, you know, yeah. but to tell someone, no, you should only do this. Yeah, you should only do that. I feel like that's such a it's such a selfish thing yeah. to to tell someone. And granted, 100%. I feel like some of the people that were telling me were my higher ups that possibly. Yes, they were being selfish. They didn't want me yeah. to, to do other things aside from whatever um, roof I was doing for them yeah you know but still like you don't tell someone especially you know a a young person i I was maybe like 18 19 20 maybe and and they're like stick to one thing stick to one thing and i'm like no, i love this i love that stick to this stick to and only this and i'm like that's that's not a way to especially especially now like you have to i almost feel like you have to be multifaceted Today. Yeah,
1: you know what's crazy i i had a podcast idea i think we were talking off off the show and and you know at first i was like well are they going to see me as more of a host now Is it going to be confusing and then i saw becky g did like yeah. a podcast you know i think it had to do with makeup or something like yeah. nothing to do with the music you know and then i i saw other artists doing their own thing too or snow the product like doing podcasts and i'm like you see like you could do anything because yeah. at the end of the day it all goes hand in hand and like everything kind of connects so if you're acting, you're telling a story. Yeah. If you're doing music, you're also telling a story, a part of a story. So either way, no matter what you do, it's still like kind of go hand in hand, you know? So, and if you're do, talking on a podcast, you're still talking. You right. know what I mean? You're talking about something. So
0: And you're still telling a story. And you're
1: still telling a story yeah. as well. So yeah. I just feel like at the end of the day, they all, you know, and they yeah. all kind of go together. So for me, I don't think there's no limit. And I, and I think I've said this before in other interviews, like, I don't limit myself at all because I don't know. What if... The least thing that you expect is what succeeds, like you just never know, yeah. you know so but like I said, I think everything is moderately in, in in its time you know
0: you have to be you have to be open I, I think I think today you have to be open to uh to try new things, you have to be open to uh to people in your ear telling you to not do something i I was driving uh this past weekend uh lely in and I got emotional because I was thinking I was I, I was driving in and in, in, um, I just got my my new car.
1: Oh, nice. And uh, I've
0: yes. been. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I got emotional because it's it's been a journey. It, it's it been a ju- just you know, you, you, when you're driving, sometimes you, you get into these thoughts, right? Like oh my God, I thinking know. about random things. And I was just thinking about my journey up until like that that moment of me driving. Um, a a vehicle that i've I've been dreaming of of driving you yeah. know for years and wow. um I started thinking about how how difficult it's been and how many people have stood in front of me so that I don't get to my destination right yeah. the they have yeah. obstacles have been endless and it, it it just it just hit me you know where I was like man the amount of people the amount of obstacles that have stood in front of me and i have still been able to I'm to,
1: getting emotional
0: to <laughs> overcome
1: i relate no i know i know
0: it's 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 heavy it it, Very it, heavy. it feels and and i was i was ha- there were happy tears right yeah. i was just thinking like man like i've i've done this yeah. i'm doing it yeah uh, have you experienced something like that
1: i have and i and you know what it it really was when I booked the Nikki Jam series, yeah. you know, cause that was, cause I had done, well, I did one movie with Romeo Miller, and I remember it was on my birthday. He called me and he's like, Hey, so I have a birthday gift, whatever. And I'm here thinking like, it's like a regular birthday gift. And we had been friends for years. He has seen my growth like through social media and all that. And I actually met him because of my roommate, like went on a date with him one day. And then like the first day he met me, he's like, you're going to be a star one day. And he actually posted it. This was was, I was 18, so 2016, I think it was, or 2015, he posted it, and then years later, like, he was, like, seeing me all do these things, and he called me, he's like, I think I have a role for a movie I'm doing with my dad, um, Master P, and I was like, what, I'm, like, I started crying, and I was like, what, whatever, so we did the movie, and that was a big deal, but really, it wasn't until, like, the Nicky Jam series that I felt like, damn, this is huge, this is on Netflix, like, it's in Spanish, Yep. you know, I, I to this day, I mean, I saw it the other day, and I was like, damn, like, this was a big thing for me like it opened so many doors and and i remember like i was on set and that's when i felt it i remember i was i was throwing i was throwing paper balls into the trash can because people don't know like when you're on set you're there in those trailers for a really long time <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. before your scene comes up and then surprisingly all my scenes were like one take and i was like damn i'm this good because they're one take and that's i'm amazing. like so it was cool but i was very much in my trailer most of the part most of the time And, and I was throwing like from my, from my, from the little bed, I was throwing like paper balls into the trash can and I was just so happy. I was like, wow, like I have my own trailer. (laughs) I was like, you know how many days, like I wished for this and I was like praying for this and my name on it and like, you know, getting my hair done, whatever. And then it happened again when I was doing my first music video or no, it wasn't my my first, it was my second music video. And I was like, oh, like this is so dope. like. I would have never thought because I remember I was on set for Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj, uh, Nicki Minaj and and Jesse J's video yep. as an extra. And I remember they had moved me from the front because I was upstaging one of the artists <laughs> and I was pissed. Um, And I was like, damn, you know, from being like some like extra dancer or whatever to music video to doing my own video with like. A, like a, a like camera on a grill or whatever yeah. and like the whole thing and I was like this is crazy like this is you know and the, I've had those moments a couple times and and it's just it's overwhelming and it feels amazing and mind you like right now I'm still in the process I'm still in the journey and I always have said I think the journey is going to be more exciting than when I actually make it Cause oh, I feel man. like because I don't feel like I've made it obviously yet and you know I'm going done... to
0: pause you there what's my favorite quote Fred do you remember it? Uh, the adventures in the journey <laughs> do you remember that adventures in the journey
1: i know I mean, no it kind of goes
0: <laughs> <laughs> almost friend <laughs> the joy is the joy. in the journey
1: yes a hundred percent a hundred percent and i agree with that like i definitely think the joy is in the journey because i've had so much fun every time i put myself like it's a challenge and i i was looking at this um interview that dame dash did and he was saying he's like once you reach a, a a goal or a challenge, like what's your next goal? You right. know, like you're always, you know, and it's not a, it's not about like we always want more. It's just like there's there's a beauty in that. Like when you challenge yourself and you want to do something bigger, when you want to do something, you know, at the end of the day, like I want to leave this world with some type of message, with some type of legacy or with something, you know, like yeah. I want someone to be able to take in my story and like apply it. You know, yeah. like I think that would be like for me my biggest like oh like it just it fills me up it's not even when i do anything like like okay cool i did a, a show or i did or i booked a movie or i booked a commercial or i did a song what really fills my heart is when a child like 10 years old eight years old because it's happened many times now and and there's nothing like that feeling when especially a like a kid you know that because i I don't know why. I, I like I love kids, so I don't know what if that has something to do with that, but I love when I've felt, you know, when some when a kid has come up to me and has literally told me, like, you're an inspiration, I wanna be like you when I grow up, or like like that <laughs> that just makes me like. It's beautiful. Oh, like yeah, like I just like I wanna be like that big sister. Like that's oh, that just makes me feel like like I am a big sister. <laughs> but I mean I like that feeling of like someone being inspired by me, or like I'm the reason why they want to like echar palante like they want to open their own business or like they can do it too like for me oh my god that fills my heart because that just makes me feel like my hard work is inspiring someone to hard making a difference to to make a difference exactly because I I don't feel like I feel like there's so much room for all of us to do everything like I don't see any competition like even my friends I've helped them out I put them on and sometimes you know we we get betrayed or we get done wrong and my mom's like I don't get it why do you keep helping people and I was like I just love how it makes me feel. Yeah. Like I'm not doing it because I want, you know, it's funny because the people you help are not even the people that give to you. It's It always comes in a different blessing. Like it always comes in a different way. So for me, it's like, I'm not doing it because I want that person to help me. I just know it's gonna come some other way and I'm not doing it because I want something from them. Man. You know, like I had a cousin call me the other day, like drunk, you know, cause she's like, I couldn't do this sober and I haven't <laughs> talked to her in years. And she's like, I just want to say, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why? She goes, oh, because a couple years ago, you let me stay with you in L.A. for so long. And not once did I ever help you with, like, any bills or not once did I get a job or anything. And you would help me, like, with your skits, And, like, you would put me on your skits, and you introduce me to people. And I never valued that. And now that I'm older and now I've done that for other people and I've, like, felt, like, you know, a certain way. Now I understand how you could have felt. And now I'm so sorry. Like, you know, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I never even saw it like that. Like, I didn't even feel like you took advantage of me or like anything. Cause really I was just doing, cause I wanted to help out. Like I just, whatever I could help out with like, and if anything you kept me company cause I was in LA by myself. So yeah. I, it was, it was good to have family, you know, there. So I didn't, I never did it with the intentions of like, Oh, is so-and-so going to do this for me now? Or like never was like that. And it's still never like that. Like now with my friends, like when I've been able to help them book a show or I had a friend of mine that we were auditioning for the same show and she actually ended up booking one of like the main roles, you know, now once was like, Oh, I helped her out and she got the role and I didn't like, no, like there's room for all of us. That just wasn't meant for me. Right. You know, and and for me, like when they call me and they're like, oh, oh, we want to book you for so and so. And let's say I can't that day or I just don't, you know, they're like, oh, oh, I could just be like, no, thank you. Like, I'm sorry. No. Every time I'm like, you know what? I can't. But I think I know someone that could. Yeah. Like, why would I not want to put my people on? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I want to be able to live on the hottest street. All my friends live in mansions. All my friends have nice cars. Like, why does it have to be just me? Like, I don't, I don't believe in that. Like, if I win, I want my friends to win too. So I don't find like, I don't, you know what I mean? So, and again, like I said, I I don't see it as like, oh, I'm doing this because, you know, I I want something in return. Like, definitely not. It just makes me feel good to be able to like, be that person because at some point I had some people help me, you know, too. So it's like, why wouldn't I want to help? And for me though, too, it's just about like, hard work like if i see people really grinding and working like it's not like it's going to be a handout like here because i know it hasn't been like that for me Yeah. but i really do like love to see people like really like put in put in work because that's what's got me to do a couple you know the things that i've done and, yeah. and i mean the things that i still have to do yeah. you know so if i can be that person that like can help somebody then of course
0: i feel like you, I, I tweeted this the other day i'm, he, I, I tweeted, I'm here i because, and I feel like you're the same way. Yeah. You know, I, I want people to, I want them to to, to also be winning. I, want, I yeah. want them to, I want people to shine. You know, I want 100%. people, people have, like you said, people have looked out for me. They've given me opportunities. Yeah. And I, it, when I win, my team wins. Exactly. You know, and, yeah. and when they win, you, you're right. Sometimes we think, oh, hey, I'm going to help Fred. Fred, better help me. Yeah, but it might not even come from Fred. Yeah, it might come from Marvin. It might come from Someone, you know Lenny. Yeah, it might. Yeah. So it, it's that's the way to think. And and you know what I up until you you saying that like it I, I hadn't really put so much thought into it mm-hmm. because sometimes we do help people and and we do get done wrong. Wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And we're like, oh man. It, some people do say, well. You should stop helping people. Yeah, but that's not in in our character to do so.
1: Yeah, it isn't, and I think in general, like you know, how every everyone's always like, "What's your purpose in life?" or whatever. And I think really, like, we don't come into this world with a manual, right? We don't come here knowing what we want to <laughs> yeah. do or what we're gonna do or what we're good at. You know, we just kind of go as we as we go. Yeah. And there's really no right or wrong. So I just feel like in general, what I've came down to, and especially during the pandemic, I think that's where it really it came down for me, it was like, we're really here to just help out each other. You know, like everyone's on their own journey. Everyone is is experiencing different things. And I think it all comes down to helping out each other. Like, I think that's what it is. Cause every time as our generation grows and as it evolves, really we're just learning from our ancestors and then learning our own things because sometimes like my mom says like oh my mom doesn't think that because <laughs> you know and people that are older always think they know it all <laughs> you know but now she's starting to understand like she can learn from me I can learn from her yeah. like as I'm growing there's certain things that I'm going to know that she might not know even though yeah. she's older doesn't mean that she knows at all or, or same with me like I think I learned things from my little brother my little cousins you know so like i think that's what we're all here for because we're all on our own journeys like me and my brother could grow up we grew up exactly the same yeah. yet we're so different completely different people so with that said like we all are on our own path our own journey and that's at the end of the day the only thing we can do with that is help other people out with what yeah. we already know you know
0: so yeah no i love that i love yeah. that i want to transition to the music yeah uh world that, that you've entered um that you're great at Thank as you. well. Um you connected we connected through Jesse Torero, who yeah. is a s- star in his own right, yeah. you know, directing music videos and, and creating, you know, films as well.
1: Yeah and shows. For, for
0: for many, many years and shows. Um how how did you start a relationship with, with Jesse? And I know you you're you're he's he's a he's my manager management team now Yeah, he's
1: my manager so basically that's a that's a funny story because i like i said i was grinding i was already on social media and doing the whole thing i did a lot of videos too that were kind of like dominican driven you know and i remember when i started following him he started following me back and i would see him at events here and there so i auditioned for like so many projects of his you know that i wouldn't get the part um that didn't go with, like, me yeah. or whatever. So then I ended up going to the Nikki Jam show audition because of my mom. My mom was the one that actually got me that opportunity through people that she obviously knew from back in the day and whatever. And the audition was actually for her. But then she just suggested me and they they saw wow. my Instagram and they loved it. And they're like, oh, I didn't know your daughter, like, acts and, like, was kind of Instagram famous in that moment. Um, and then I already had, like, a series that I had done on social media that, you know, went viral. And we even, like, got nominated for and won some awards for so basically, I was doing my thing. So I ended up doing this audition, and I remember Jesse calls me and he's like, We're considering you for the Nikki Jam sister role. I mean, no for the sister role. I'm here thinking that, and talk, and mind you, he's talking to me in English. So I'm here assuming that it was for one of the projects that I had auditioned for. So I'm so confused, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm like, I think it was a pilot, you know, that I had auditioned for. So I was like, all right, whatever. And then a month later, he's like, Oh, we picked you. Um, the show's gonna be on Netflix, whatever. And I was like, wait netflix like i'm so confused what are you talking about because i i didn't know and to this day i remember i was in my room and i was pacing i was like wait netflix like what the heck so he's like yes yeah, so it's the nikki jam show and i was like i was like that's your show i had no idea that that was his show that he was directing and that he, he was producing so when i booked this um this show i remember i called my mom crying and i was like you're never gonna believe like this is actually just so he ended up booking me because he had seen me in so many roles that he just felt like I could take on this one. I didn't even audition for the sister role. I had auditioned for the mom role, the young mom. And when I went into the audition, I saw everyone that kind of looked more like my mom than me. And I was like, I'm definitely not getting this. Like, I'm not getting this role, you know, because it it didn't look like it went with me. So I guess because of that, I was so, like, relieved and, like, not even a little bit of nervous, nothing. I was just acting and, like, doing me. And that's what got me the role, because I was just very authentic. And I don't know, And the nerves weren't there, because I really believed that that was not for me. I was like... Damn, I'm not
2: getting it. Like I saw everyone
1: in there and I was like, that's this is not my role. Like I'm not getting it. Yeah. But I was like, whatever. I already flew, I had flown to Miami. I had auditioned twice. I auditioned in a, in LA and in Miami. So I was like, at this point, I was like, whatever, I'm here. So then when he called me, he's like, you know, I really called my attention that you were like in both auditions, like LA and Miami. It was like we had location auditions and you were in both. On top of the fact that every time I sent you on audition, it was like moments later, like hours later, you already were off script and you were there and whatever. So he's like, I called my attention. We approved it with Nikki winicky jam and and you're in cool so after the process first of all on set it was all one take like everything everything every time i would it was they would last hours with everyone else and with me it was like one take and i'm like and i would like are you sure Like, yeah. should yeah, we do yeah. this again <laughs> i can do it again <laughs> like you know whatever and I actually wanted to do it again too yeah. because i was like oh, maybe i should say more like this and then on top of the fact that on the spot they told me that i had to be puerto rican like i had to have the puerto rican accent and i didn't know that because the role was half dominican half puerto rican so i was like i can sound dominican it's fine but when, once I got there, one of the other directors that were there were like, no, she grew up in Puerto Rico, so she sounds more Puerto Rican. I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, it was very, so I think, I don't know, like it was, it, everything flowed, everything was amazing. On set, I also, me, a lot of the actors on that, on the show were more singers. There were more artists. Like Dalquiel, who played Nicky Jam, was more of an artist. It was the first time acting. And then most of, like, the everyone actually on the show, most of them were uh singers like chonceta Rafa babon like de la ghetto mickey woods like everyone there was a reggaeton artist yeah. like mostly so i meet all these people i meet Nicki jam's um producer who's geo his name is geo um and nothing like basically when i was supposed to get paid jesse was like oh can you connect us to your management team so we can pay you and whatever and i'm like i don't i don't have a management team like i am my management team <laughs> In that moment, though, I had already filmed the movie with Romeo. I had done a movie for BT. And I had done, like, a couple things here and there. Um, I did this thing for, like, Disney Channel. Very small role, but whatever. So, and obviously, I would post all my stuff on social media. So, And he followed me. So, he's like, wait, how are you working? Like, I don't get it. Like, how have you been working? I was eligible for SAG, but I hadn't, and because of all my extra work, but I hadn't, uh, like,
2: like applied. actually applied. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and the, and the show, the Nicki Jam show was non-union. So, He's like, I'm confused. How have you been working? I was like, honestly, I pretend to have a manager. <laughs> I, I just, I, write, sne- oh I just sneak into sets. <laughs> I was like, I I'd I, I never told him that story, but, <laughs> but I was like, I, <laughs> I am Brandon on, <laughs> I am Brandon on emails, and I have replied to everyone through emails like I'm someone else. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, he's like, okay. So, uh, like a couple weeks later, he reaches out and he's like, you know what? I want you to come by the office. And we want to offer you like management, Mind you? He doesn't, he doesn't manage anybody. So I'm like blown away because I'm like, damn, Jesse's a really big director, producer, like, you know, he's worked with thousands of people throughout his lifetime, you know, so throughout his career. So I'm like the fact that he wants to manage me and I'm the only person that like he would start managing. I'm like, this is, you know, but Lexi, which is, uh, his sister-in-law, had like a, kind of manages like influencers and whatever, had like all these like marketing and brand deals and she was the one that started like Hispanicize. Mm. So he kind of made sense that he can bring in like his team from Cinema Giants and help out. Cause he's like, I don't want to take away from what you're doing. I want to add to what you're already doing. In that moment though, he did not know because after the whole Nicky Jam show, I had started doing music. Now the way music comes in is because um, I was hanging out with Romeo Miller's like friends and one of his friends, his name is T. Coles. He's done a lot of things for like Jeremiah or Chris Brown or different like um, artists. And one day we were—I was always designated driver for everything we would when we would go out because I don't—I didn't drink yeah. at all. <laughs> I was already like 21 or 22, but I just didn't like drinking. So every time we would go out, like Letty drives, Letty drives. Okay, cool. So I was driving, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you know Spanish. I think I want to show you a song that I've been working on, um, but it's in Spanish." So I'm listening to it and whatever. And it's funny because that day I had like a raspy voice. I I have a raspy voice, but it was a little bit more raspy because we went out and it was like four o'clock in the morning. And he's like, have you ever tried singing? And I was like, I don't know, you know, like whatever. And I had this thing called Mon- Monologue Mondays in that moment where I would post like monologues or like poems. But it, it, I would talk so fast that it sounded like I was rapping. And he's like, because I've heard Spanish you rap. It was in Spanish. It was both Spanish and English. He's like, I've heard you rap. And I was like. Heard me rap. I was like, I've never, <laughs> I've never rapped, never rapped. I was like, I was like, you mean my monologue Mondays? I was like, well, that is just me spontaneously being, you know, creative, and I like writing. The whole thing with writing too was like, I just like, I'm, I've always been very emotional. I'm very emotional, as you could tell. Like, I cry for everything.
2: I'm very emotional.
1: And when and when I was in those moments, I was going through like a weird phase. Like everything was like right career wise. Like it was everything was amazing. Like I was booking shows and. I was you know social media famous and whatever but like i had focused so much on my career that like i didn't really have a personal life like it was just like work all the time and everything was work and then i started dating and like dating in la was really weird because it was like no one's really trying to build anything or have like a serious relationship and i'm not gonna lie like i kind of became like that too because i was just focused on my career and i'm like i don't need any distractions and i had left my four-year relationship you know, to come to L.A. and pursue my career that I was like, I'm definitely not going to get distracted now, you know? So it was, it was weird, but me being emotional and being a girl and not really giving an opportunity to anyone, any guy that I would get close to, I would, like, really eventually want something more serious and then I would end up getting hurt. Mm. So I started writing a lot. And then I even had a friend that, like, took the guy that I was with and whatever. And, like, I don't know. Like, I just went through a lot of stuff. So writing is really where I kind of leaned on to. And one day he tells me, he's like, I need just just come into the studio, like just come. I remember it was September something of 2015 or 16. No, wait, no, was it 2018? I think it was 2008. Wait, we're in 2022. It was four years ago, so I know. 16.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. 2016.
1: September. I was Pandemic was in got us all messed up. I know. With I'm, the all, years. I'm so messed up. I was like, wait, it's been two years. <laughs> years? Whatever. It's been like four years, but it was tw- it's, It was 2000. Um, I mean, it was September. I remember it was September, and I come into the studio, and I had no idea what to like say or do, but he wanted me to say something in Spanish. And he has no idea anything about Spanish. So he couldn't even write something for me. I've never heard myself on a, on like on a mic or like recording, like nothing. I've never sang in public. Like I always sang to myself or like rapped to myself, you know, but in that time I was listening so much to reggaeton and like, whatever, and Becky G and, you know, and I just, I remember I would do like my own covers at home of like Becky G songs or like in the moment it was Nati Natacha or like Carol G when she was starting or like when she was, first popping off and I was like I could do this like this kind of stuff and I can I just need to find my my voice my tone and and he's like you need to take advantage of your raspy voice like I think it would really like whatever so I got in there and the first day it was so scary I was like oh my god I was like just I was like press record and then leave the room and like just leave me with myself like <laughs> let me see what comes out you know and I did a song that I did it's called no meiosis um again me being so like I already knew in that moment I should have known, but it's called No Me which already sets the tone of what kind of artist I was going to be.
2: Why? Because <laughs>
1: after that, I dwelt so much in songs of like desamor, like, like, not breakup, because I don't think I, I'm not the Spanish Taylor Swift, but definitely, because, <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift sings literally to like breakups, right? To me, it was more like, I hated that every time I felt used or, or like I felt like, like they didn't treat me right or they didn't value me. It was more of like, I dwelled in, into work or, like, you know, into, like, me. I, that's when, literally, it was, like, fuel for me to really be, like, oh, you did this to me. Watch when I do this. Like, it was always, like, like I always felt, like, that was going to be my my mi venganza. Like, that was going to be my revenge. Yeah. It wasn't getting another guy. It wasn't, no, for me, it was, like, being a better version of myself. Like, yeah. the moment I was, like, oh, you did me wrong. Oh, you don't know who you're messing with. Like, it was always, like, that kind of attitude, you know? So... I dwelled a lot into that. And in, in writing, it was really like I started writing. So, like, the music really came about because of writing. Like, I just started writing, writing, writing. And then thanks to the Nicki Jam show, I remember I had showed some stuff to the um on set. Um, and then some of, like, the people on set and stuff like that. And Gio was someone that I had met. And it wasn't until, like, a year later, I got invited to um, Latin Billboards as an influencer with a brand. And I saw... Uh, Gio at one of the events and like obviously because I was like the face of this brand like it was cameras everywhere and whatever and even I felt like a whole artist I was like wow okay so like I did a show on Netflix and I'm like I'll land billboard on the carpet like, <laughs> I'm
0: popping right yeah, now <laughs> and I was like, oh,
1: this is my moment so I remember Gio was like oh like when are we getting in the studio and I'm here like how does he know I do music because in that moment I really hadn't like set it out there like yeah. I was in the studio and doing things but I really didn't put it out there you know in that moment I, I wasn't ready like I wasn't ready to say that you know And it it really took a time for me to really admit like, okay, this is what I'm doing because I was scared. I was scared what people are going to say, especially since it's not something that I grew up like. I always wanted to do it since I was little. And I would when I was little, I would actually imitate artists like that's what I did. I didn't even I didn't even act as much. I did more music and dancing than actual acting, you know. But I guess in acting, I was so confident. I've always been very confident about that, that I was like, I don't care what people say. But With music, I think it's more personal, Mm. especially because I got into it in a more personal level. Like now I'm expressing what I feel so if anyone kind of like says anything about it, I think I'm gonna be sensitive about it because this is actually me. Yeah. Like this is now like this is not a script. Like if I do a movie and it's trash, oh, it was the movie. The movie was right. trash, you know, or the the role I got was trash, and that could yeah. happen to any actor, right? But like my music, like I have a say in that. So like, oh, like you it's know, it's way more
0: personal. It's yeah. way more
1: personal, and I'm learning. And even now, even now, like I still feel like I'm still learning, and. And nothing. He gave me the opportunity to work with him. He was super, you know, like excited about the project. And he's the one that actually produced Pienzas, which is the first song that I released um, with the show. But I was that I was on. So basically after that, I went full blown Spanish like at that moment. because I was doing Spanglish at first. At that moment, I was like, no, I want to do Spanish music. And really for me, it was because I want to be, my identity is like, I'm Latin first, no matter what. Like, yeah. you know, and, and although I grew up in Miami or in America, you know, I'm, I'm Latin, those are my roots. And I want to be able to represent that and represent Dominicans, you know, like Dominican American, that's like what I want to represent. So that's really where the music came out and and I came from. And, and right now it's been a journey. And the great thing, honestly, is that every time that I've gone through anything, oh my God, it inspires. It's like, oh, well, this is the moment I need to take advantage. And I was like, well, at this point, I'm like, I'm going to be like the female version of Drake. Because <laughs> there's some <laughs> songs where I take out my my sensi- my sense sensitivity, you know, and then there's times where I kind of want to front and like whatever. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm definitely, if I can compare myself to anyone because I'm also a big fan, it would be Drake because I'm like that female, you know, version. And then also I want to be able to incorporate more of my dancing into it and stuff like that. But For now, it's just been a a way to express what I want to express. And and mind you, like, I think it's a process. And that's why I said earlier, like, I'm probably enjoying the process more than when I actually make it. And right now, like, you know, it took me a really long time to really consider myself an artist or even admit, like, yeah, I'm an artist. Or, like, even introduce myself as an artist. My mom would really, like, two years back, my mom was like, I don't get it. People ask me, you always go to, I'm an actress. And I was like, well, that's because that's what I've, like. That's what i have grown to know my entire life. Like, that's what I considered myself. Even when I didn't book a show, I'm like, I'm an actress. You know, like, that's what I do. But really... When I first moved to LA, I would never tell anybody I was an actress. Why? Because the moment you tell somebody you're an actress, they're like, oh, so what movie have you been? What show have you done? And in that moment, I was like, no. <laughs> so,
2: you know, so I was
1: like, maybe I shouldn't say I'm an actress. <laughs> so I was like, I would, I would be at these like really dope events, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't say I'm an actress. So I was like, I'm in school. You know, I want to be. And then when they asked me, they're like, oh, so what are you studying? And I was like, production. Always. Always. A, oh, and they're like, really? You wouldn't want to be on camera? And I was like, No. Production. Why? Because I was like, until I don't book a show or a movie, I am not going to say I'm an actress because people are going to expect you to. Now it was the same thing with as an artist. I didn't want to admit, oh, yeah, I'm an artist or whatever. I'd be like, oh, really? Can I find you on Spotify? I had no songs out, had nothing to showcase. And even now, I'm like, I still kind of like, I'm an actress, artist. Why? Because like there's certain things that I, there's still like a building. I'm in that building stage as an artist. You know, I still have to, I still feel like I have to prove myself, you know, because at the end of the day, especially, I think it's a little harder when you come with a following or, or with a background of something, because now people are like, "How good really are you?" You know, and people don't realize that even Bad Bunny, even Carol G, their first songs weren't good. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, Beyonce, the top, of the top. Yeah. It comes with time. Right now, though, because I'm in the public eye already, or because they think they know me, or whatever, they haven't allowed me to grow into my artistry, which is okay because you know what? It took me. If it took me myself, years still, because people don't know that I've been recording for years yeah. and that I've heard thousands of songs and the thousands of different fusions and different um things it took me a while to prove to myself that I can do this why wouldn't it take people time for them to see me that way so I've I've had to come to terms with that and understand that which is why I'm like I'm not worried I'm like that's okay because it took me more than 20 songs and 20 things that I've done and and, you know for me to really see myself as an artist so like I know it's going to take time for people to see me like that as well so I'm okay I'm like I'm in for the journey like I'm I'm okay with that. You're enjoying and, the
0: journey. I love that.
1: Exactly. And even and it's frustrating too because people don't understand that you'll do a song and then it won't come out like a year later. Like yeah. FU came out now, but we did that back in like December of like last year, you know? Yeah. And and then the now, now the song that we came that we like came out now, you know, we did that a, a couple months ago. But but even so, like there's songs that I'm like dying for them to come out. I'm like, oh, if you guys hear this one, and I'm sure that with time as I grow and, and do more, I'm sure it's gonna be like, Oh, I can't wait till this comes out or like, you know, but it's a process, and I'm enjoying. It. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay with the with the journey of like, and the, and the pace of how things are going because it's only gonna show my growth and and how I'm how I'm evolving, you
2: know. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, you're doing a great job too, Lenny. Honestly, like, why is it important for you to represent your Latinidad?
1: Um, I think because you know, I mean, in general, just out of every, I'm I'm very Dominican. I'm very those those are my roots and. And I love, you know, I love being able to say that and represent that. And, and you know, I'm proud of where I'm from, you know, so I want to be able to really carry that flag and carry that, you know, my background, like that's how I grew up. And, and I want to be able to always, you know, like I'm Dominican American, like I want to be able to represent that as as much as I can, you know, and never forget that. So and mind you, I didn't grow up in Dominican Republic. We, sometimes people think like, oh, like she grew up. No, I. Never, but I do go a lot, and yeah, like I said, like I grew up very Dominican, my family, my roots, and you know I want to be able to to bring one day like that that, uh, that Grammy or whatever to my country, like that's dope, like yeah. you know. So and, I
0: think, and you will.
2: Yeah, and so you that's will.
0: Like, we got to put it out in the universe. I, I tell I tell our guests all the time that there have been guests on the show that say, oh, I want to collaborate with this person. Oh, and I then wanna, it happened. Uh, yeah. I want to book a big, you know, uh, feature film. I want to, and it happens. Sometimes Ooh. it happens within a few Ooh, weeks. I'm
1: coming back to this interview a couple of years from now. Yes. Be like, I said this. Yeah. Not no,
0: a couple I'm... years, maybe. Maybe, maybe less. Sooner, yeah, you never you know? know.
1: These kind of things really do. And you know what's funny now that you say that, people think that you blow up from a date like de La Noche La Mañana, like it just happens like that. Oh man. But it really doesn't. Because see, right now, for example, like I really only have three songs out, right? Yeah, I've been recording for like four years. So, you know, people don't know how much time and mind you, okay, been recording for four years, but I've been in the industry and working my butt off for like years, you know. And really, it just takes that one thing to just switch it off and that just take off for you. So. So, yeah, I in. I'm in it for the long run.
0: What's the the dream collaboration for you or collaborations?
1: I have like five.
0: I have five.
1: Uh, Number one would be. I would want to do a movie with her, though. And it would be J Lo. Nice. I wanna do a movie with her. Oof, if I can I had an opportunity like an, an audition and it was ugh, I didn't get it. I was like, damn. But um but but yeah, I would wanna do a movie with her. But music wise, I wanna do songs with Romeo Santos, Drake, for sure. Um, Bad Bunny, Rao Alejandro, Kerol G. Like, I mean I have less of a whole list of people. I, that you said I
0: five, work with. Yeah, you should already named like <laughs> yeah, seven. I'm, I'm like seven. No, yeah. there's a
1: whole bunch. of... I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of of a lot of artists, and and I had like I admire a lot of you know what they've done for themselves and stuff like that. So and I'm inspired by a lot of them. So you know, if I could collaborate with any yeah. of them, yeah. I mean, look, your amazing.
0: work ethic is 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 there, and yeah. the talent is as well. Thank you. Um, it takes
1: time, but you know what? For me, time, yeah, I think right now, like you know, eventually, like people. I mean, it's just that's how it works, I guess. You have to collaborate to be able to really like, you know, because that's when people kind of like give it to you. You know, it was just like social media. Like it wasn't until I collaborated with certain influencers that it really like I blew up. up. So it's going to be the same thing with with as you know, with with music. But I think that for right now, I want to build an identity like I want my songs to kind of all have like a, you know, like
0: be cohesive. yeah yeah yeah, 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 because
1: right now like if i keep on releasing then people will get the idea of what kind of artist what kind of message i'm trying to to transmit um and eventually when i collaborate with a big artist or whoever i collaborate i want people when they go and like check me out they're like oh she's dope and i like this and i like that and i get it now like i get what kind of you know because like for example when everyone has like their thing like if you look Anita you think Brazilian funk and you think you know and the hype music or J Balvin or whatever Bad Bunny like they have a certain type of music that you know what you're gonna get when you listen to them right you know Romeo Santos tells stories and and it's bachata and it's like this so I want to be able to build um you know what kind of genre I'm doing what kind of style I'm building and stuff like that so then eventually when I collaborate I'm not like this lost artist that's just like Oh, one hit wonder, or Or like, what do
0: I do now? What do I do now? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: So I have a very clear um, message that I want to stick to, mostly because I feel like a lot of women, especially in our generation and like, you know, around my my same age group and stuff like that, kind of go through the same thing. Yeah. Um, but we're very all very empowering, empowered women. Like a lot of us, you know, we're we're in an era where like women have their own businesses and they're doing their own thing and they don't really need a man. They want I'm a good man, you know, yeah. and a, there's a difference because when you don't need someone, you're there because you want to be there. But yeah. there's certain things that we won't tolerate, you know, so and that's hard to understand. So there's certain things that need to be said, and I just want to be able to express that throughout my music. And it's gonna and, some, and I'm, still even, I'm, I'm still trying to actually find the ways to even say it and express myself the right way. Yeah. But, but that's what I want. I want women, you know, around my same age group or, or just in general to be able to relate because we all go through it at some point in our life. You know, so I just want to be able to be that that person, you know, and I'm glad that people like Hero G have paved the way and kind of opened those doors for us. Because she definitely is someone that I can say that right now is tapping into those topics and those kind of songs that I could say, like, oh, I wish I would have said it like that or she couldn't have said it any better. So I think that's the kind of like, you know, like the goal.
0: How is it when it comes to writing music? For you is it is it personal. easy is it i i know you know because you're you're personal with it is, yeah. is, is it heavy sometimes
1: do you well, get emotional
0: or you you know do you cry when you write sometimes the,
1: well i did a song like a couple weeks ago that i cried before my session because i had no idea what i was gonna how i was gonna express it but i had so much inside that i wanted to express and i was really going through it that when we did it i had uh, people help me write because obviously sometimes you know, at the beginning I used to write a lot of my stuff, but now like most of the songs that I'm doing, like I have people help me write because sometimes like we don't have, we don't have the right words to even express, yeah. you know? And sometimes it's like when you, you can give good advice, but you can't give yourself those advice. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, yeah, it's I know what I'm feeling. Co- collaboration. Yeah. yeah. It's collaboration. So I, I know what I'm feeling, but I don't know how to express it. It's a lot yeah. of, a lot of the times I get like that, that writing blockage, but, um, and I always have someone help me out. And, and last, like the last couple, the last, song that I did it was that I, I put all my emotions in it because I really felt heavy about the situation and we did such a good song like I'm so like it, I'm so excited about that and it's, it's probably not gonna come out anytime soon because that's just how it <laughs> works but I felt it so much because it was so real to me like I was really going through that you know and I and in that moment I was like this is exactly what I was doing music for like if I had forgotten then this is exactly what it was because Whatever I was going through served this purpose. And it, its purpose was to write about it, you know, and express it in those emotions and the, exactly the way that I wanted and the way that I was feeling. And, and I think that's what it really is about. And and honestly, like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's some songs, like, for example, Nunca Le Bajo, which is the one that we just released. That one was just a, a fun song. Like, that day, I remember we got in there and I was like, I just want something fun. Like, it doesn't have to have too much word. doesn't have to be so much yeah. the message. Like, let's just have fun with it, yeah. you know? And it was one of those one of those songs. You know, there's some days that we just don't know what to really do. And it was just like, let's just have fun with it or let's see what comes up. I don't like to plan it too much. I like to just go off the vibe of the day, you know, yeah. whatever I'm feeling. Although there's some days that like, oof, like I'm having one of those hard days. Like my my cousin committed suicide like two months ago. Oh, and...
0: man. Sorry to hear that.
1: No, it's okay. And that day I had a session that I could not cancel. And it was so heavy. I was like, oh, like all I could like write about is what I wanted to talk to him about, you know? Yeah. And eventually, like, it was so emotional that I was like, you know what? Like, I'll let you guys, like, write uh, about something. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it up to you. And I was working, actually, with Piso 21. Um, and they wrote a song that had nothing to do with I was, what, I, what I was feeling, but I put so much emotions of what I was really feeling into the song. And the song was something about, like, La Ultima Vez or something like that, but it wasn't about someone dying. It was actually about a relationship or something and how, like, like something about like like, let this be the last time or whatever, like let's enjoy ourselves, even yeah. if it's for the last time or something like that, but I put so much of my emotions and what I was feeling about something else that had nothing to do with the song that the song, honestly, like it might be one of my best songs, and I don't know when it's gonna come out, you know we're probably we're gonna wait for the right time, but but really, it's like that it's just about putting my emotions and and what I'm feeling and applying it even if it's not the same topic, you know yeah. and and you know, so, like like I said, right now, I'm kind of just going off the vibe of what we feel that day and And when we collaborate, when I collaborate with different people, we bring out different things, you know, and and I want to right now what I'm trying, though, is to keep very, very Latin, very like I'm adding a lot of like guitar and like merengue into my songs because I want to be able to bring out that Dominican. Like I want to be able when I go and perform, I want to be able to dance like, you know, my 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 music, you know, to be a
0: vibe for it to be like a good good energy Uh, is is music therapeutic for you?
1: yeah creating
2: music oh my god therapy for you
1: at this point it has been my therapy yeah like i don't i've never taken therapy but i'm not gonna lie like every time i'm feeling heavy or like confused or lost the moment i i get into a studio and i leave yeah it's like refreshing it's like it's literally like like i just went into a retreat and then i came out like you know (laughs) because for me like especially when i meet new producers or writers or whatever i go in there and I'm an open book. I don't care. I was like, I don't care if they know my relationship status. I don't care if they know who I'm dating, what I'm doing. I don't care. Like, I'm a, going to let it all out. And then when I do, as I'm talking, I real, I almost, like, realize what is wrong. It's so weird. It's like I spoke about it. And sometimes when we're in our heads when we keep it to ourselves, there's so much going on in our heads that we don't, we can't figure out what's going on. Like, we yeah. get so, like, trapped in our heads and we're like, why am I feeling this way? And sometimes I'll pray about it. And I'm like. Like, I'm not going to lie. A couple days ago, I was praying and honestly, I had nothing to say. Like, I just was like, God. And then I was like, and I started crying and I was like, I have no idea what's going on in my head right now. Like clear my head, you know? And, and, and I guess as I speak about it is when I actually, it clears my, my head, it clears my mind. So a lot of the times it has been very therapeutic for me. Like it's been like a release. So for me, it, it, I think that's where I have found like my peace. Yeah. It really has been. And it's been really weird because I would have never thought. Like, that's not something that I ever would have thought I was going to do. Like, I really liked it, but I thought I couldn't do it. I really did think that because everyone would tell me, like, you have a raspy voice. You can't sing. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, Watch okay. Me. Yeah, exactly. And it's really, like, I always thought, like, you need to, like, have, like, a Mark Anthony, like, voice, you know? And really, like, look at Drake. Look at, you know, it's like, it's like the singing, rapping, like, you know? And that and that is sexy, and I love it. And I'm like, yeah. that's what I want to do. and I, And I have that. I've mastered that tone. Like that tone works for me. Like I could do that, you know. But, but honestly, it's been a challenge. And and honestly, with time too, I've grown and gotten more, you know, be able to develop that artistry inside me. And I only know it's gonna, gonna get better with time. Yeah,
0: it's about like personality. It's about like charisma. Who you are. It's about it's a lot of things. Like when I, when I started in in radio, I you know what I knew of radio was. You have to have a radio voice, right? And I was like, I don't have a radio voice. You know, I have the personality to, to, but it took me a while, you know, and, and uh, obviously you, you then, you know, learn a few things here and there, how to enunciate, I mean, like my early recordings, my early commercials in college radio were horrible. Ni se me entendia nada. Like I was like. I just say that. How do people understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's things that you learn, and I'm sure you you've learned a lot of things.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. Like, enunciating, right? That's how say. Enunciating, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a weird word. Um, <laughs> that's one thing that has helped a lot with me too, and my Spanish. Oh my God, because now I'm only doing things in Spanish. That, like, my I speak better Spanish now than I've ever had in my life. You know, because like I grew up Spanish, but I didn't go to Spanish school, or like I didn't learn how to read and write and all that. Like, I I think maybe I took like two years back to back in high school because I had to, you
0: know, as Your a... Your Spanish like is amazing.
1: But it's it's very good. And I'm like, I'm impressed with myself. Like, I'm like... Oh.
0: And you speak it, like... Very fluently, very
1: fast. fluent. No, and then I write it, too, very well, too. And I'm like, how did this even... But you know what? <laughs> Spanish, though, writing is really easy because you kind of just... I think That is for me. Because it is. Because you just really... Speak out the way you say it so it's like easy you know my in english is where you have like the silent h or the silent whatever and the silent p you know but like in spanish it's kind of just the way you say it so although sometimes i have to google things but i mean whatever like i think i'm pretty good
0: now this next section of the program is sponsored by verizon verizon has partnered up with Oi health to offer discounts and savings on telehealth services in tu idioma for customers and their families. And as you guys know, health, not just physical health, but mental health too is so, so important. So for this next question, Lily, I want to ask you, how else do you take care of your mental health?
1: You know what's crazy? I have never struggled with mental health in my life, you know, until now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I was like, that's a that's amazing. I was like... I- no, let me tell you. you are a Rare until, breed. <laughs> no, no,
1: until now, and I think it's because we get so much in our heads, yeah. you know, and we want to be better, and we want to be likable, and it goes back to what we, what we started talking about earlier, and it's really about that, and like that has been such a struggle for me. Like mental health has been such a thing that I'm like I've never suffered with this. Like I've never had mental health issues. I've always been secure of myself. I've always done what I want to do, and. Walked in the room and owned it and didn't care. Now all of a sudden I'm like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if they say this? What if this comes out wrong? And like, I don't know why I've gotten so much in my head. And really the only thing that has calmed me down is just meditating and praying. I've gotten so close to God and so spiritual. I don't think I've ever like I grew up Catholic, right? But you know, I didn't I always believed in God. I've always I remember when I was living in the hood in LA, you know, I I remember praying to God, like, please get me out of here. Like let me find an apartment. You know, I didn't have much credit. So I was like, how am I gonna get an apartment on my own? And, you know, my dad had cut me off because I stopped going to school for a while. So like, it was a lot, you know. But I remember I dwelled a lot on God. So I know God has always had my back, and I've always. But it wasn't until the past two years that I've actually built a relationship with God and really dwelled on it and very became very spiritual and and just depended on Him really. Like honestly, in those toughest times, like I said just a couple days ago, you know, like when I was really feeling heavy and down and confused. Yep. I was just like, God, please, like, clear my head. Like, I don't know what is going on, and I think it's just because we're living, we're living in really weird times. We are. We're living in in really weird times. Like, I remember a couple years ago, any little thing I would do, I remember I would get celebrated, and it was like, Wow, congrats! Now you do anything, and everyone is so caught up in their own life and 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 going through really heavy things that as much as people want to be happy for you, they they can't. Yeah. You know, people are just not in a good. You know, so then that makes you feel like. people don't care that i'm like like i did this like so so then that kind of does something to you too and it's like it's not like you're doing it for the people but it feels good when people like congratulate you or when people support you but it's different now it's different like even celebrities aren't like how celebrities were or like looked up to how they were you know what i mean like life is not the way it used to be you know Um, even events, like you go to Coachella or you go to concerts and like the energy isn't like it used to be either, you know, or even like I've gone to clubs to be able to promote my music, whatever clubs are as like, are so empty compared, compared to how it used to be. Like people would actually celebrate. pre-pandemic
0: you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: the pre-pandemic before the pandemic, life was different, you know, like people would go out and celebrate and everything was fun. Now it's like, no, like, it's not like that at all, you know? So that... That has done something for me. And, like, again, like, for me, the only thing that I've been able to dwell on is meditating more and trying to connect with myself, do things that I actually really like, being around family. I mean, I moved back to Miami during the pandemic, so I'm definitely around more family. Um, But trying to be creative and and driven has been the biggest challenge for me.
2: Mm.
1: The biggest challenge for me, especially because I came from a world where, like, we were creative every day, that we were creating content, and we were around people that were supportive and and helping you and and you know making your ideas better but i i moved back to miami and now it's been a challenge because everything's myself you know and like i've had to be creative on my own and be motivating
2: and you know, be motivated on my own
1: and and it's like it's not every day that we're gonna wake up motivated and inspired and want to like you know echale gana like yeah. keep going like it's it's especially when you've been doing it for a long time and, and like many years you're like and then when you've had like the little taste of success too and then it doesn't feel like you're there you're like oh, like i know what it feels like yeah. can i come back to that feeling but really like for me it's just been like like again trying to see a vision you know trying to stick like because for me it's like i have you know i have that vision of like where i see myself and i'm like i know this is just i have obstacles right now and i have i'm gonna have things down the road it's okay like it's only gonna get better with time and these are the moments where like i really have to like believe in myself and really like seguir adelante, like really like go for it because this is what's going to either tear me or or help me move forward so yeah. like i have to you know so for me it's like i i made a promise to myself like this is not for anybody this is for myself and at the end of the day i have two choices either not do anything and then 10 years from now regret it or just keep going like what do i have to lose so i'm like that's just you know
0: man i feel that I i'm feel gonna that. be
1: 30 i'm gonna be 40 i'm gonna be 50 regardless so i might as well do what i love do you it know now. and do it
0: now and enjoy the journey exactly because all
1: it. i think about when i talk with my grandma you know and i tell her and she probably hates she's not gonna understand it because this is in english <laughs> But i told my grandma i was like oh like you haven't lived enough i want to be 60 and or 70 and i want to be telling my gr- my my great grandkids like oh but the amazing life i had you know so if i'm gonna reach 60 we have got you know see si lo permite. If I'm going to be 60, I want to, you know, reach 60 and have a, a, a story to tell, you know, yeah. and, and a life that I, I didn't regret and that I, you know, and that I, I lived to the fullest. So like at the end of the day, when you go to El Campo, like when you go to the farm, you know, and like my country, when I go yeah. to the farm and I see people that like all they worry about is like the food they're going to eat. Right. And they have no worries. They have no social media. There's like no service, <laughs> you know, and they don't have any worries in the world. I'm like, what if I lived here? Yep. What if I lived here and I could not do anything? Right?
0: Or and what had... if you were what if you were given those cards? You know? Like what if you were born and your family worked in, in El Campo? Like, I think about that stuff all the time too. Yeah. You know? How we're in a How sense. different our life would be. And we're 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 privileged, we're privileged. at the, privileged. End of the day.
1: Exactly. Like that's really what it comes down to. Like when I go to those places, it hums, it humbles me yeah. so much. And I'm like, if I were here, I wouldn't have been able to do half of the things that I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So why am I limiting myself? Why am I getting down if something didn't like if I failed at something or if something didn't go my way? Like, why am I going to why, why am I going to allow that to stop me? No, like that's what's going to this is I have to aprovechar Like I have to take advantage of the opportunities that I have, the the reach that I have yep. and just go for it and understand that not everything is going to succeed. And from failure is where we where we learn from, you know, so it's like if I don't fail, then. You know, if everything was given to me, if, if I would just be successful at everything, then I wouldn't value it either. Right. So this is just part of the process. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that, you know. But it takes a lot, though, to be okay with it. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. And you if know? you fail, we fail fast.
1: Exactly. And it's just like starting over. But at least, like how people say, at least you're not starting from zero. You're starting from where you left off. You yeah. You know, so.
0: Yeah. And with I experience. That. I love that. Lily, I love yeah. your energy. All right. Before I let you go, we have rapid fire. Okay. With Lely Hernandez. Okay, so what
1: is like, like what is, <laughs> what's rapid You're about bite? to find out. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> She's like, uh, <laughs> what's
0: about to happen? Like,
1: is this thing getting on fire? If what you, are you an- doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you answer incorrectly, uh, your chair throws ejects. fire from, yeah. from
1: me underneath.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so it's either yes, uh, it's either this or that, okay, right? Okay. Or, okay. Pretty quick, I uh, uh, try to answer as, as as fast as you can. Okay. A million dollars or a million followers? So a million, you know, dollars cash right now, which Fred can hand you. Yeah. That is under that box. A million dollars. <laughs> or, or a million followers. A million dollars. A million dollars. <laughs>
1: yeah. Why? I mean... Followers, I'm still gonna, I think I'm, I still am gonna reach people. Like, that's the goal. Like, I, if I did it one time, I could do it again. So, but I don't have a million dollars, so I a million dollars.
0: Favorite Spanish word? Qué rico. <laughs> rico. Rico. Salsa or merengue? Merengue. Favorite piece of tech, like technology, mm-hmm. that you use? My phone. Favorite Latino food dish? Tostones. Tostones are fire. Best song to play at a party?
1: Daquithi. I feel like everybody knows that song.
0: <laughs> Greatest rapper of all time? Mm. I like Nas. Nas. Best singer of all time?
1: i say Beyonce. Beyonce. Like yeah.
0: And lastly, what's a nickname of yours that no one really knows about? I don't have one.
1: It's just Lelly. That is my nickname.
0: What's your full name?
1: <laughs> Will Haley's.
0: What is it? Will Haley's I want to get it.
1: Exactly. Will <laughs> <Haley's>. <laughs> I wanna get it right. No, trust me. I get it... This has happened my entire life. I wanna so get it's it right. So it's always it was always wiggleless, Wiggiless. It was horrible growing up. So Lely's literally my nickname, but it's my artist name. It's everything because We
0: we'll say Will Haley's. Will Haley's. Will Haley's.
1: Will Haley's. Did I say it right? Will Haley's. We you said right. Haley's, but it's Haley's. Will Haley's. Will
0: Haley's. Will Haley's. that. Yeah, that's such a beautiful it that. name, though. No,
1: it, it. You know what it is? Like everyone's like, oh, "Are you gonna change it?" I was like, "I'm not gonna change it because my mom gave me that name, and and I and I love it." But I only like it when I say it. Like, like no one's ever been able to say it. My mom doesn't even call me by, by my name. She calls me Lily. Like everybody's called me Lily. Like that's just, you know. But Will Hayles is my name, and I, I mean it's, it's, dope. But even at graduation, I was like, say Lily, please, because no one knows how to say it. They always would either say Wiggles, Wiggles, like, the Wiggles. Like no, I'm, I'm good.
0: <laughs> Definitely <laughs> I'm like, not the Wiggles. <laughs> I was like,
1: no, this is not it. No, 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 no. no. So, so Lily. So that's that's my nickname actually. I love
0: that. Well, Will Wilhelis. <laughs> yes. Did I get it right? Kinda? You did. You did. You did <laughs> get it right.
2: Yes. Like,
0: yeah. Um, I I appreciate you so, so, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. You're. You, uh, who was it? Was it um? was Antonio Skitz that yeah. told you you're a star?
1: No, it was like Romeo. M- it was Romeo, Romeo Miller. Miller. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure uh, Antonio at one point, you know, thought it. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're. you're those guys are right. And and, and you. you're a star and, and your light is only going to get brighter. Lely. Oh, uh, thank I'm, you. I'm I have so a, f-
1: a new merch coming out and it's it's like my mantra. And basically, it's when you ask me how do I, I stay positive and how I take care of my mental health. And basically, what I have written down is trust God's timing. Never take anything personal. Be loved. Be light. Be kind. And that's like what I live by. That's definitely what I live by because I think that that's what keeps, you know, you whole. Like... You don't take anything personal, trust God's timing and just try to be light. We love, you know, so I think that's that's way to live.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Lily. No problem. Thank Lely, you. Lily and thank you so much as well for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.